I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Dr. Suzanne Schwartz, Director of Emergency Preparedness Operations and Medical Countermeasures at the FDA. Dr. Schwartz will be discussing how the healthcare sector can take a more collaborative approach to the cybersecurity of medical devices. Hi, Dr. Schwartz. Hi, good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here. Now, how would the FDA like to see the healthcare sector become more collaborative when it comes to the cybersecurity of medical devices, and who should be collaborating? There's a lot of opportunity for collaboration across the medical device security ecosystem. For one thing, we'd love to be able to see independent researchers working together with medical device manufacturers to address some of the challenges that are faced with respect to vulnerabilities in devices and how to come up with approaches or solutions towards those, both in the design phase as well as in addressing issues with problems with devices that are actually out there in use. Another area is for manufacturers to work closely together with healthcare delivery organizations during the initial procurement phase so that the customer's needs are being addressed in placing new devices on hospital networks. Now, what has the FDA been seeing in terms of cybersecurity awareness by medical device makers? For instance, are the manufacturers becoming more proactive in terms of starting to design medical devices with cybersecurity in mind? And when do you think the tide will turn where we see manufacturers becoming more proactive in that area? I think we're already seeing the tide turn. We're already seeing some very positive developments amongst the medical device manufacturing community that's reflected even within their trade organizations where there are now discrete working groups that have been developed in order to deal with issues of medical device cybersecurity in the design and in the post-design, the post-marketing phases. So we're encouraged by what we're seeing, and I think it is uh, an issue of simply continuing to socialize this, continuing to provide the opportunities for collaboration, convening groups, and having the different voices be heard that will continue to kind of propel the efforts in this space to move in a positive way. Now, what about addressing cyber vulnerabilities and flaws in existing products? What can medical device makers do better? Often these flaws are found by third parties. So as I spoke about during my talk earlier this morning, it is important for vulnerabilities upon their identification when they're brought to the attention of a manufacturer to be assessed, to be thoroughly assessed to have an impact analysis done and to make that judgment as to whether there is a potential impact on the performance of that device and therefore potentially on patient safety. We want to see manufacturers lean forward more in this particular area and that's where we encourage again more of a partnering, more of a collaboration between the researcher community 
and the manufacturers in getting ahead of these issues. You mentioned also in your speech that often when it, be, when it comes to the independent researchers that find these problems, there's sort of a hostile feeling sometimes by the medical device makers and that the industry really needs to harness that and do something more proactive. What do you see in terms of, you know, when these vulnerabilities are found, are medical device makers quick enough to address them? Do they get very defensive or what is the posture generally? And it varies. It varies with the manufacturer. We have heard at our workshop last year, one manufacturer publicly stated that when they were initially presented with a vulnerability from a security researcher, their posture was a very, very defensive one. However, They've learned through their own experiences now how much more valuable it is for them to work together with the researcher in recognizing the contributions that the researcher can be providing to ultimately do what we all want and what the manufacturer wants, which is to provide a more secure and a safer product. We've seen FDA recently issue advisories about cyber vulnerabilities in medical devices, including the recent warnings for healthcare organizations to discontinue use of certain infusion pumps from medical device maker Hospera due to cyber issues. Do you think the FDA will issue more alerts like that? And are those alerts helping to get more attention to the seriousness of cybersecurity? So to your first question, As is the case for all safety communications that the FDA issues, the FDA looks to evaluate what the concern is and to make a determination as to whether there is a public health need to, number one, possibly provide increased awareness to an issue, number two, provide additional clarity or information that's come to light on an issue? And number three, are there discrete recommendations that the FDA feels that the stakeholders, providers, patients, healthcare organizations, the public at large need to be made aware of? Those are the general principles that we will use in making a decision as to whether a safety communication needs to be issued across the board, and we would utilize those criteria in evaluating the need for safety communications as we go forward in the cybersecurity space as well. To the second question as to whether they have had an impact, I would say yes. Uh, We've noted an increased awareness as a result of the issuing of these communications. And again, that goes back to one of the criteria that we use, that that's a driver. If there is a need to raise awareness within the community, that's an effective means for our being able to do so. What sorts of new efforts are underway at FDA related to medical device cybersecurity that we should watch for in coming months or in 2016? During your speech, you mentioned something about a guidance for post-market cybersecurity in medical devices? Yes, we are working on articulating our policies with respect to what the post-market expectations are of the medical device manufacturers. Again, this will be representative then of a more holistic picture. That guidance, we hope that that guidance will issue uh, by the end of this year, although there, there are always clearance items that we don't have control over. But that has been a very focused area. In addition, to that, we could point to other activities that the agency is involved with in a more partnering mode with the private sector. We spoke about the uh, adoption of the medical device cybersecurity, the adoption of the NIST framework to medical device 
devices as well as the translation of the common vulnerability scoring system. These are all efforts that are presently underway. What is your outlook for 2016 in terms of medical device cybersecurity? Do you think we'll see more of these vulnerabilities coming to light? Will we see medical device makers and healthcare providers perhaps being more proactive and trying to get a handle on these issues before they actually become a patient safety issue? We would expect that there are going to be much more vulnerabilities that come to light because as you raise awareness on an issue and people are paying closer attention to it, there will be more vulnerabilities found and identified. We also would anticipate that with the measures, the steps that we have been taking and with the approach towards collaboration, that there will be a more proactive posture in dealing with medical device cybersecurity. And so the emphasis on vulnerability management as well as coordinated vulnerability disclosure are areas where we hope to see a great amount of progress occur over the, over the next 12 months. One last question. I know there's been a lot of talk about you know the vulnerabilities that could allow you know external people, unauthorized people, to control or gain control of medical devices. Have there been any reports of any such incidents actually happen, or are most of these cases what could be sort of scenarios? That's an important question. And I didn't address that in my talk, but it's important that we do emphasize that, to date, FDA has never received and is unaware of any actual exploit of a medical device that has happened within a use or in a clinical environment. The demonstrations of such capabilities have been done within a controlled laboratory setting. Thank you very much, Dr. Schwartz. I've been speaking to Dr. Suzanne Schwartz of the FDA. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.